Hello. I don't know if this is working. Hello. Let's see. Okay, it's working. Hi, guys. I'm Natalie, and welcome to my podcast, Thoughts I Have While Driving. Um, I was really going back and forth on whether or not I wanted to do this, but then I remembered I have this microphone, and I was like, obviously, I have to do it. So, hang on. So, that's why we're here today. Um, The point of this podcast is basically just for me to talk about thoughts that I have while I'm driving. But what I mean by that is like when I drive, I get into like these very deep um, conversations with myself in my head, which might make me sound a little crazy, but I just have like thoughts and I kind of want to document them. And so I figured a podcast would be a good place to do that. And I also would like to add that I have a lot of really great friends who have a lot of great insight into the world and just cool perspectives and are just like smart, interesting, funny, cool people. And I thought they would be super fun to interview. So that's basically my idea behind this. It's mostly for me and just like my documentation of like my life and my thoughts and different ideas I have about different things. Um, so yeah, that was kind of the idea behind this. I assume everyone listening to this is somebody that I know. So I will, I will introduce myself, but I understand that everybody knows who I am because everyone listening to this is probably either my friend or a family member. Um, but I'm Natalie. I'm 22 years old. I live right outside of Washington, D.C. in Arlington, Virginia. I just graduated this past May from the University of Maryland with a degree in family science and human development. Um, and yeah, I live with two of my very good friends, Francesca and Katrina, who I'm sure I will have on here eventually. And that's what I have to say about that. Um, I'm originally from Baltimore too. I feel like that's maybe important to add. Hi, this is me editing. So something happened with my microphone a lot throughout this and it started getting super staticky. So I'm going through now editing it and re-recording a bunch of parts that I said Fuck, I need to... Okay, I shouldn't swear. Sorry, but I'm going through and I'm editing a bunch of parts because I didn't want to like have to re-record the whole thing because I, I don't think I would be able to do it as good. Um, or as well, I should say. So I'm just kind of like replacing it. So if the audio kind of sounds different in certain parts, that's because I'm re-recording it. And I tried to edit out the static as best as possible. So hopefully this isn't painful to listen to, but... We shall see. As I previously mentioned about 30 seconds ago, just graduated college and I've been adjusting to life post-grad and it's been, it's been an adjustment. And so I thought I would talk about kind of going through the motions of that whole transition and then sort of like tips, I guess, of things I do to kind of ease that transition and make things um, feel not as overwhelming as they are just kind of talk about it because I know it's probably a feeling that a lot of people have and I always really find it comforting when I speak to people that are in similar situations as me and feel the same way as I feel it's just like a validating feeling um to like a validating feeling to feel no a validating like experience almost and like knowing that everybody else in the world is 
just as confused as you are could be overwhelming, but it's also very comforting at the same time. So yeah, that's what I would, that's what I would say. So let's get into it. I'm first going to start talking about some of the challenges that I've experienced and then kind of talk about ways that I've dealt with them in this whole transition and adjustment process. So I think the number one challenge is being far away from some of my closest friends. Luckily, I, I'm put in a situation where majority of my good friends from school are relatively close to me. Um, a lot of them live about like 45 minutes away, and then I live with two of my very good friends. I have a lot of, I don't live far from my college town, and I have a lot of friends that still live there. Um, and yeah, that's like overall, I'm, I'm very lucky in that sense, but I do have several very close friends that live hours away and um adjusting and two of whom I lived with last year so adjusting to not having them like right down and then one of my good friends lives like a plane ride away so adjusting to not having them like immediately close to me is tough like not being able to like go downstairs and be like let's go do this or whatever is is tough um and that's been a major adjustment like not having all my friends within walking distance because i think that a, like even though and i'm getting ahead of myself a little bit but like even though i am lucky and a lot of my friends are not too far away nothing is comparable to having all of your closest friends or majority of your closest friends in the same place like in all in the same town within walking distance of each other all kind of being on the same social schedule like it's nothing beats that and it's like your entire community and social support system is right there at your disposal anytime you need it like even the people that I wasn't that close with kind of even like going out for example is totally different like I don't go to like the bar or like I'm not like in a frat basement and I know every single person around me and I can just kind of like run around and like talk to these like people that I don't always get a chance to see and like catch up with like random people it's just like or like prank somebody <laughs> or something like I don't know it's just it's totally different and that's just that's just an adjustment like learning how to navigate that whole world is is always um challenging as well so even though i live in a very fun place and i love where i live and i love the friends that i have right here with me and i still see my friends that don't live too far fairly often it's still a challenge it's very much a challenge to kind of like learn my place here i guess socially in that aspect another challenge that i'm finding post-grad is taking time to like care for myself kind of and I've, I've gotten a lot better with this oh well okay I decided before I go into the next challenge I'm going to explain how I deal with this kind of social struggle that I have and I want to preface this and say that like I'm still learning about kind of how to adjust to this and it's I probably will be for a while um, I'm just someone that change kind of hits pretty hard with me and like I don't oops I should turn my computer on do not disturb change kind of hits pretty hard for me and it's always been a challenge 
for me to learn how to like accept it almost and like um, embrace it. I tend to just like hold on to the past and I did this in college as well. So like when I first went to school, like I left my family and moved into like my dorm and stuff. I spent almost the entire first year miserable because I did not want to let go of high school and my high school friendships and not let go of them, but like accept that there were people that I could meet and love just as much as I loved my friends from home and like nobody was going to understand me and all this stuff. Like I just didn't want to accept it. Um, and like, I was like also very hung up about like, like other things, like, I don't want to get into it, but (laughs) I was very hung up about like, honestly, like a boy as well. And I think that like, that made it even more difficult. And so like, I didn't want to accept change then. So I know this went very much about myself that like change is not something that I take on easily, but I think that luckily I've matured and with time I'm learning how I can kind of accept this change. And like, there's not necessarily something where I have to throw my hands up in there and be like, well, that was over. I'll never have fun again. I can embrace it and like make adjustments to my life to still enjoy it. (laughs) So there's two ways that I kind of came up with kind of helping my feeling of like almost social social isolation in a way. The main thing is making sure that I don't isolate myself. So I don't spend too much time alone because I am someone who values alone time and like I do like to be by myself for periods of time and like take time to refresh and like I don't necessarily think I'm introverted because I do like get energy from being around people but at the same time like I do I do still need time alone and like time to kind of just like sit with my thoughts I guess and like refresh my social battery which I guess kind of is an introvert kind of the definition of an introvert but I always make sure like I'm not spending too much time alone because very easily can I (laughs) um so I like will make an effort to like eat a meal with someone like throughout the day even if it's just my roommates or like spend time on the couch with my roommates watching tv and like taking advantage of the social circle that I have right in front of me is super helpful um and also I know that's not everyone's situation like I know some people live at home with their families or maybe they're living in a place where they don't have people that they can hang out with regularly like even like calling someone texting someone always helps I think to help make sure you're not isolated I think like one thing that I learned from not one thing one of the many things I learned from quarantine in like March 2020 was that like sometimes when you feel lonely like it's the last thing you want to do is to call someone and like FaceTime them and talk to them but like sometimes you need to push yourself to do that because in the end it's going to make you feel a lot better um so that's one thing that I've definitely picked up And then my other biggest tip for this is making sure that my weekends are planned. I think that this was something I learned pretty early on in this whole transition process because in college, like, you don't really need to plan your weekends. It's kind of, like, either, like, already planned or, like, it's very spontaneous. Like, you just kind of, like, do what you want to do. But in postgrad, it's not exactly like that. Like, you can still have spontaneous times, but, like, if you want to see people or, like, want to like have like a I don't know like if you're looking to feel something you kind of have to like plan it out and ahead 
in ahead ahead of time. Um, so I always make sure that I like have my weekends planned. Um, so like if I want to, if I'm missing someone, I like make a plan to go see them. I make sure, you know, if I'm like, oh, this event looks really cool. I like reach out to people that would be interested in going and like make sure we have a plan of how to go. Like, I mean, I live in like a very, I'm very lucky to live in such a cool place. So I like always try to make weekend plans surrounding like the different like resources and cool things that we like have around here right at my disposal. Um, so I think that those are probably my biggest Two tips, um, not spending too much time alone and isolating yourself. And then on top of that, making sure um, you like plan your weekends. And it also helps getting through the week. Like you have something to look forward to, which is always, which is always nice. So another thing I have been struggling with post-grad is not being in an academic environment. And what I mean by this is I am someone who loved school. Truthfully, I just enjoyed it. I did well at school. It was something I always was good at. Like everyone kind of like has that thing that they're good at. Like I never really had like a sport that I excelled in or like I was never like, like I did like theater, but I was never like the best one. Like I never had something I was good at, but like school was something I was always good at. And when I went to college, I was like really into doing well academically. I loved being in a classroom. I loved like participating in class, which I think is something that people might, find surprising because I think a lot of people think that I'm shy, but I'm not shy. And I'm going to actually go on a rant really quick because I, one of my pet peeves is when people say that I'm shy because I really don't think that I am. Like I'm not someone who gets super nervous talking in front of large groups. I feel personally as though I could talk to anyone and like have a conversation with anyone. And I don't know like I think people make the mistake that I'm shy because I get red really easily but like I don't even when like a lot of people look at me I get red but I don't even know why that happens because I'm not embarrassed and I'm not usually nervous contradicting myself I mean I do get shy in certain groups like I'll be shy around like large groups of like men but like not all men like if it's like like I'll get shy around like groups of like frat men (laughs) like if there's a large group of like men that were clearly in a frat and they're like in polos and like other things like it's not gonna be good for me like I'm not speaking I'll be scared but like I'm not like a guy's girl in that sense like I could never handle that however like if it's like a group of like boys that like I know I mean obviously if I know them but like you know what I mean like soft softer boys who like read and like don't act like that like don't like smash tables and stuff like I could easily be around them and like talk their ear off about things however the, that subgroup of men like I'll, I'll be shy around that but anyways back to my point I don't know why I went on this whole rant about how I'm not shy I just like get annoyed when people make that mistake about me um because I don't I don't think I am um anyways <laughs> I did really well in school. Like I did very well in academic environments and I thrived on like, um, academic validation. I loved participating in class. I loved having like candid discussions about things, um, learning about new perspectives. I truly enjoyed writing papers for like classes and stuff like that. I I was in a way, like, obviously I'm not like, yes, I get to write a paper, but like, I felt productive doing it. I felt accomplished doing it. 
it wasn't something that I like dreaded doing or anything like that most of the time, unless it was like a killer like research paper or something. And I had to like read a bunch of like research analysis articles. And then on top of like me being in school and like enjoying it and doing well academically, I was also someone who like loved extracurricular activities. So I was like obviously very involved. I mean, not obviously. I was very involved in like my sorority and I was on the executive board for two years and like I always had a position even when I wasn't on the executive board like and I was super like I loved like giving presentations at chapter and like teaching people and facilitating discussions like I loved that stuff and then I was also in a mentorship program and then I had an on-campus job that I loved and like I was like doing so many things that I truly enjoyed like constantly Um, and like everything that I was doing was because I wanted to do it. Like it was, it was passion. Like it was always like coming from a place of like passion, right? Post-grad it's different because you don't necessarily have that. I love my job. I love what I do. Um, and it takes up the majority of my day. And I think that that's the main difference because in college, the majority of your day is not spent in class. And honestly, the majority of your day, like depending on your major, the majority of your day might not be spent on doing homework. You can like build your entire schedule and what you use spending, what you do to spend your time is entirely up to you. So post-grad, you don't have that. I work the majority of my day, five days a week. And then I have like, like I usually go to bed at midnight. So I have from like 5 p.m. to midnight to like do whatever I want. And at first, I was making the mistake of being like, oh, I'm done work, like all done for the day and laying in bed, which is fine to do some days. I think that that's fine. But I slowly started to very much spiral from doing that. And like, I think that I'm learning that that's not a good idea for me to do. And like, I need to have things outside of work that I'm working on that I'm passionate about to kind of like experience the happiness that I was experiencing in college. So... So one of the main things that I've done to help do this is making sure I do the same things that I was doing in college. I just have to like readapt the context, if that makes sense. Is readapt a word? Hopefully. Um, I have to like bring it to this side of the table or like reevaluate it. I don't know. I'm always like not, Katrina literally always makes fun of me because I can never get phrases right. Like I always say, let's blow this popsicle stick instead of let's blow this popsicle stand. But anyways, regardless, I apologize. Whatever I'm trying to say, I think you guys understand the gist. Like bring it over into this way of life, I guess. So um, one thing that I like made sure that I do is I love to read. Like I love reading. I feel super productive doing it. I loved reading in college. Like I always had like a book that I would read like in between classes and stuff like that. My senior year, love to read. When I first started working, I stopped reading because I was like, I'm too tired from the day. I'm mentally drained. I've been reading all day. Like, I I don't want to read. No, pick up a book and read. You have the motivation. You love to read. It's just like your body and your brain kind of adapting to this new schedule. So it's going to take time, obviously, and you're going to get tired. But like initially, you're going to kind of need to give yourself that push. Like, I like to do this. This makes me feel happy. Like, I'll get this done. I also like realized that I need to like have things outside of my job, like I did in college, like outside of class, that kind of allow me to do things that I'm super passionate about. Because I'm super passionate about my job and what I do, 
but I still have other things that I'm super interested in that I can still explore and make room for in my life. So I've always been super passionate about mental health. And when I was in college, I was able to kind of like show that passion by like different groups I was a part of and facilitating discussions in my sorority and being a support system for people in my sorority and things like that. And I realized like I can still bring that into this way of life. So I, Katrina, my roommate, signed up to be a crisis text line worker. And then I was like, that's a great way for me to involve this into my life. Like I can still be that support system and offer these resources to people in just in a different context. So I'm also doing that now um, and signed up to volunteer for that as well. So there's still ways that you can do these things you're passionate about outside of college and like a college environment. It's just you have to look for the ways to do it in a different context. The next thing that I've been struggling with post-grad is money. So I have obviously, I'm working a full-time job. I've never made this amount of money before. This like, and had this like type of income. I've always worked, I've worked since I was 16, but I was always working like part-time jobs, like never, like never more than like 20 hours a week or something like that. Like I was, I was in, in college, I worked, I think like 12 hours a week. So like I, I never worked obviously a 40 hour week before. I never even had like a full-time internship where I was doing that. So this is the first time I ever made like this amount of money, like consistently. So that being said, budgeting has been a major adjustment because I was very fortunate in college. Um, my parents paid for like my rent, my tuition, and um would help me out with like groceries and other things like important things that I would need and then I like made my own money to like pay for like other things in school like eating going out like eating out going out and like things like that like clothes if I wanted clothes like I would use my money for that you know what I'm saying like so I never really had to worry about money because any of like my immediate needs were paid for I now am responsible for my rent, for my groceries, for my gas, for all these things. And I realize I might sound a little bit like a spoiled brat saying this, but it's, I'm more than happy to pay for it. And it's a very rewarding experience to be able to pay for these things. My parents have supported me plenty and I am happy that I'm able to like support myself and pay for my own things. However, it's a reality check and I am really struggling with learning how to budget because I have what you would call FOMO. So I cannot say no to things. Um, if somebody wants to go out to eat, I'm going. If somebody wants to go get coffee, I'm going. Like if somebody wants to go out, I'm going. So I struggle. If someone wants to go to a concert, I'm going. Don't even ask me how much I spent on Taylor Swift tickets. I have a problem and I'm trying to learn and it's not so much a problem where I'm like in debt and I can't pay my rent. Like, it's not like that. It's just that I'm living very tightly and like I'm having a hard time putting extra money aside to save for the future and I'm learning slowly how to, but I also switched jobs in October, like about a month ago. So that kind of like switch switch of jobs like you know you have to get on a whole new payroll and like that takes a while so I had a period of time where I wasn't really having income because I was working but like it, you know what I mean there was like an adjustment period of like getting my new like paycheck and stuff so learning so, how to budget my money has been a little bit of a challenge but I've come up with some things so 
One thing that I do is I do not leave myself with a lot of room to spend money on my debit card and my credit card. So I have a very specific limit on my credit card and then my debit card, I move a lot of that money to my savings account and put that money aside. I always make sure like I definitely put it aside for like rent and like things and um, yeah, rent is really the only thing I have to pay every month. So rent, I make sure I have all my money for rent um, in my in my account. But then I also make sure I move, like, I don't, I always say, like, I don't need to have all this money on my debit card. Like, and so I'll move it to a different account to make sure that it's put aside and saved for the future, if that makes sense. So that way, like, it's there if I need it, I can access it, but I don't have immediate access to it. Like, it takes me a thought process before I'm just, like, shelling money out. So that's been helpful. And then I also make sure, like, I don't, I'm not, I, I've completely stopped buying clothes from like fast fashion places or like things like that. Cause it's, uh, in my opinion, it's very much a waste of money. So I make sure that I, uh, I only pretty much buy all my, all my clothes from thrift stores, um, nowadays because it's better for the earth. It's way cheaper. And like, I don't need to buy a massive amount of clothes from like forever 21 or something. So I, I just basically thrift all my stuff now which has been useful. And then same thing with like groceries and stuff, just like making sure I shop at places that aren't overly expensive. And one strategy that I have with groceries is I kind of like buy what I need as I need it rather than buying a huge amount every week, if that makes sense. And then like eventually I'll get so low and like, okay, I need to go buy a lot of groceries, but like, I'll kind of just like go and like get like a few things I need. So I spend like $20 a week versus going every single week. If I went to the grocery store every single week with the intention of getting like an insane amount of things, I'd end up spending like $700, not $700. I ended up spending like $100 a week. And the final thing that I have to talk about in my postgraduate career struggle is figuring out my style. And you might be thinking, what does that have to do with anything? But I am someone who has identity crisis about how I perceive, how I'm perceived to the world every day. I think I would say like, I have like a, I'm kind of like, I wouldn't even know how to describe my style. Like that's the problem. Like, what is it? Who knows? Granola a little bit? Not really. Like I, I can't. I can't, I don't know. I don't know my style. I don't know it. I don't necessarily think I have a bad sense of style and I would say it's a little bit unique, but I don't like know it. Like I don't, I don't have an aesthetic, which doesn't matter. Like you don't need to fit yourself into a box of like an aesthetic, but I just feel like post-grad, I've really been trying to figure out like my style and like my clothes and like how to style things that I actually like because I do think in college, I kind of put myself in a box a little bit. Like I still stepped out of the box. I still, I was still serving, but I do think that like sometimes I just like struggle with like figuring out that. And so that's what I wanted to say is my last thought. If anyone has any advice on like how to figure out your style, please let me know because your girl is struggling. Like I don't, I've recently downloaded Pinterest and like made like boards and stuff of outfits that I like because I have so many clothes and like so many like unique pieces but I like struggle with wearing them and like styling them so I've been trying to kind of like figure out ways I can do that and and learn more about myself in that aspect of life but 
it has been a challenge for sure. Um, so that I, I don't have a solution for. That's a, that's a cry for help, that one. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much all I have to say about, about this, this post-grad life I've been living. It's, um, it's fun and it's a journey and, you know, I'm embracing the change and learning how to adjust my life accordingly. And, you know, the thing that I always tell myself, and I think Jake said this to me, my friend Jake said this to me. I was talking about like graduation week and how much I loved it. And like, I was like, you know, the weather was so warm and we were having so much fun and like we were going, there was something to do every single night and we were all together. And I was like, ugh, that was so fun. Like, I wish we could do that again. I wish we could do grad week again. And he was like, yeah, it was really fun, but it was so fun because that was the last time. And like, we knew that this was our last experience that we were getting together. So we were all embracing it. And I was like, that's so true. Like, college is an amazing time and it's so fun but it's so special because you only have it for the period of time that you have it so like while it is such a special and like important time in our lives it's special because of what it is and it's supposed to be a short period of time it's supposed to be a set period of time and that's what makes it what makes it and there's like just so many other exciting things to happen in the future and like we have so much life ahead of us and exciting things to do and experience and see and people to meet and you know we're just getting started so it's it's all gonna be okay and just embrace the change you know embrace it and appreciate what was kind of my fucking computer I had to put it on do not disturb and it's still sending me notifications and it's driving me nuts anyways I think on my next episode, I'm going to have Jake on here. So if you guys are so inclined, please keep updated with the podcast. Um, I'm going to post it on Spotify. And yeah, me and Jake are going to talk next, hopefully next week about about some things. And I'll edit it and post it. I don't know how often I'm going to be posting because I do do be working a full-time job. um, But I don't know. I thought this would be a fun experience. So... Thanks so much for listening, and I'll talk to you guys later. Bye.